Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. This is where Montana Talks. Well, you knew it was going to happen, didn't you? Uh, we could, we pretty much predicted this yesterday. We, uh, I kicked off the uh, 6 o'clock hour, the uh, opening hour of Montana Talks, uh, yesterday morning, right at this exact same time. Uh, you were probably here, because if you're here again, if you're waking up at 6-something, uh, six or if you're already up and rolling at 6 in the morning, uh, chances are that's a habit, uh, because you don't do it just for fun. Uh, but uh, but anyway, I kicked off the program yesterday, and we heard the news report that it was International Women's Day. And, of course, it's like, okay, here we go. The people that can't even define what a woman is are going to be virtue signaling about International Women's Day. And then I, you know, I joked yesterday about the fact, whoa, 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 we can't celebrate women anymore. Women aren't allowed to be celebrated. They're not allowed to be honored. Uh, we're supposed to celebrate men who identify as as women. And that's exactly what Jill Biden, I'm sorry, Dr. Dr. Jill Biden had to say yesterday. Uh, First Lady Jill Biden and Secretary of State Antony Blinken, this is from foxnews.com, were slammed Wednesday for presenting a biological male from Argentina with an award for women on International Women's Day. This year's annual International Women of Courage Award ceremony at the White House honored 11 extraordinary women from around the world who are working to build a brighter future for all, according to a State Department press release. And so they have a man, a biological uh, male, receive this recognition at the White House for the United States of America. Think of, I remember when the, the University of Montana pulled this same garbage and on one of their, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if it was an alumni magazine or what the heck it was, but, but you know, they featured four or five people and, and what they wanted to do is they said, hey, we're going to pick like five women on the University of Montana campus and we're going to celebrate them and we're going to recognize them. Think about it. Now, I know the University of Montana's enrollment has been cut in half given the incredible success of Montana State University in Bozeman. Uh, you know, used to have about 16,000 students, I think, uh, when I was at UM in the early 2000s. Uh, now it's reversed. Now, now UM only has about 9,000 students or so, 10, 9, 10,000, somewhere around there. And MSU is the big dog, uh, with, uh, or the big cat, shall we say, with, uh, you know, 16,000 or so students. I'm just going off the top of my head. Rough numbers for you. So don't, don't hold me to those numbers. Just, uh, just riffing for you here. So the point being is that, hey, I know there's a lot fewer University of Montana students now than there used to be, but still, selecting Five kids out of 9,000 is a pretty hefty task, right? I mean, think about all of the women that deserve recognition, all the young ladies that deserve recognition for some of the great work they're doing academically or community service that didn't get that recognition because, because the University of Montana wanted to put a male who identifies as female on the front page instead. Same concept here. Eleven people get international recognition at the White House on International Women's Day. And they couldn't find one other woman to give that recognition to. They had to give it to a man instead. 
Securing America. South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham proposing legislation to designate the Mexican drug cartels as foreign terrorist organizations. We're going to unleash the fury and might of the United States against these cartels. The main concern, the overwhelming flow of fentanyl into the U.S., which Graham says kills about 200 Americans a day. Fentanyl is a killer, and the people killing Americans reside out in the open in Mexico. Senator Graham says the foreign terrorist organization designation would allow the military to go after the cartels where they exist. However, White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre says not much would change even if the legislation passes. Designating these cartels as FTOs would not grant us any additional uh, authorities that we don't really have at this time. Graham's proposal comes just days after four Americans from his state were kidnapped by a cartel in Mexico and two were killed. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. Cloudy with some light snow and flurry activity around the region early on today, then some breaks of sun develop later in the day as well. High temperatures will range from the mid-20s to near 30 in spots. As we head into tonight, we can expect partly to mostly cloudy skies, low temperatures in the mid to upper teens, and then the outlook for Friday does call for some warmer temperatures. Also see more cloudiness and a chance for some rain or snow showers developing in the afternoon time frame. High temperatures uh, staying around 43 in Bozeman to the mid-30s in Billings on Friday. Friday night, areas of rain and snow turning to snow showers, possibly up to two inches in some spots, especially towards the Bozeman area. As temperatures head back Friday night, uh, down to the upper 20s across Billings to about the upper teens. into Bozeman Trust Partners for Parks Foundation. To learn more about this community commitment program, visit efirstfederal.bank. Member FDIC. Serving the great state of Montana. From the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, see, another random story for... Oh, by the way, let me let me give the uh, another credit here to that story. Uh, Twitter laughs and groans as Jill Biden gives biological male woman, women of courage award. Uh, up your game, ladies. That was one of the reactions on, on Twitter. Uh, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders out of Arkansas said, It's International Women's Day. A good time to remember that Democrats can't even tell you what a woman is. Uh, let's see. What else did we have here? Uh, some of the other reactions on Twitter. Oh, Dana Lash. Uh, she uh, has a national radio talk show. Her show comes on uh, after Montana Talks on our Missoula affiliate, KMPT. Uh, Dana Lash says this. Nice of the First Lady of the United States to encourage the diminishment of women on International Women's Day. Erasing women is abusive. That's what Dana Lash had to say. I wonder if she. I wonder if John Jackson sent that line her way. He was he was sending her notes the other day about the bald eagle story, where the illegal eagle killers, the illegal aliens, were killing up and trying killing and trying to cook bald eagles was in the news, and so he sent a tip. Dana Lash's his way. Uh, let's see. Christopher Bedford said this about this uh, Jill Biden giving an award to a man on International Women's Day. We are not a serious country. Uh, Former congressional nominee and commentator Caroline Levitt says, why are the Democrats working overtime to push the trans agenda? And then red state author uh, Buzz Patterson wrote, nothing screams International Women of Courage Award. 
like a dude. Uh, so anyway, go to foxnews.com for that story. Yeah, we, we predicted it yesterday, right? We predicted the insanity. Hey, you're not allowed to celebrate women on International Women's Day. You've got men who identify as women that are deserving of that recognition. So just step aside, ladies. Your time is up. You've had your time in the sun. Now it's time to let the, let the men who identify as women take over. Absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. And it, oh, it's like watching the, the Montana Democrats in the state legislature. Crazy. Uh, all right. What was the other random story I wanted to get to here? Oh, uh, I, I thought this was funny. So the Montana legislature, they're still on their transmittal break. We're going to catch up with Speaker of the House, Matt Regeer, later this morning. He joins us every Thursday during the legislature to give us an update on, you know, what all has been going on for the week. Because fast-moving 90-day legislative session, and so hard to stay on top of everything. But uh, so he'll he'll be with us uh, later on in our 9 o'clock hour of the show. But but I I saw, you know, I was just scanning through all the news, and I saw – the Bozeman Daily Chronicle, they, they were sending out alerts. They really wanted you to see their editorial. They wanted you to know what their opinion was on the legislative session. And so I saw, I saw they pushed out an alert for their editorial Montana legislature at halftime. And it was your typical liberal mumbo-jumbo from the Bozeman Daily Chronicle. Now, it's a paper that it's a paper of many names. Uh, some people call it the Almost Daily Chronicle because what is it Mondays when they don't print? I think it's Mondays, and you know the Sunday paper was always the big one as a newspaper delivery boy myself. That Sunday paper, holy cow, that thing was massive uh, with all the inserts and the ads and everything like that. Uh, get get a good workout in uh, after after a Saturday night basketball tournament, then waking up early Sunday morning to stuff the paper and then to deliver the paper as well. Uh, but anyway, so it's been referred to as the Almost Daily Chronicle. Some folks just refer to it as the Bozeman Comical because of the fact that it uh, that it uh, uh, is is just so laughably liberal anymore. You know, they used to feature great uh, great uh, commentary from folks like Tamara Hall and others, and and now it's just all liberal all the time. But anyway, I got an email from uh, Tom. And Tom told me this the other day. He says, uh, hi, Aaron. The Bozeman Daily Comical today announced that they will be combining the Saturday and Sunday editions. They already do not publish on Monday, so that makes it a five-day weekly. I guess no relevant liberal news happens on those other days. One more example of the decline of a once proud institution. Now, I'd seen a former former Bozeman Mayor Krause had also mentioned this. Uh, I think on Twitter he was talking about how, yeah, this it's not really the Daily Chronicle anymore. It hasn't been the Daily Chronicle for quite some time, even though they still call it that because they don't do Mondays. Now they're not going to do Saturdays either. They're going to combine uh, into a, a a weekend edition and. And so, so there you go. Call it the uh, call it the the Daily Comical. Call it what you want. It's certainly not the Daily Chronicle anymore. That's that's for sure. Uh, but uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, great to be with you here on this uh, Thursday morning. It is Thursday. I double checked because I always get excited. I get a little ahead of myself. I think, oh yeah, David Noble's going to be in, and then I'm like, oh, it's only Wednesday. Today is Thursday, so yes, David Noble will be in the house. 
for our wake up update of the week where he wakes us up to the uh, radical record of liberal Senator John Tester. We also do the woke update of the week talking about some of the craziest woke stuff going on out there. Now, even if he didn't have a woke update of the week, well, we already delivered it for you there with the uh, International Women's Day Award going to hey man, hey man. There, there you go, ladies. How's it feel? You fight all these years. You know, it was. You think about it. Just the right to vote in the historical context. Women having the right to vote hasn't really been around that long. It was Rocky Mountain Western states started in Wyoming, also here in Montana. That you know, think about it. The Rocky Mountain West were the leader in women's rights, like the right to vote and everything else. And now these left-wing, uh, left-coast states, they want to they wanna problems like yours. Go to townsquarelocal.com. Make your website go to work for you. Get started at townsquarelocal.com. Good morning, everybody. It's time for your Daybreak Egg Report. I'm Russell Nimitz, and thanks for being with us here on the Western Egg Network. Well, this week, thousands of corn, soybeans, sorghum, and wheat farmers from across America are here in Orlando, Florida, for the Commodity Classic. And Montana Grain Growers Association President Nathan Kane explains why it's such an important meeting for wheat farmers like him. It's important. If, if you're not there, then you don't have a say. I mean, that's the, that's the biggest thing. You have to be there to have a say. And so um, we, you know, there's certain priorities that we're pushing, you know, and, and we can kind of come together with these these corn and soybean guys on, like, crop insurance. I mean, that's, that's number one priority, really, for us with NOG is crop insurance, keeping... Um, that at least sustaining that where we're at from that 2018 farm bill into the new farm bill, um, especially these western states, the, the, the drought that we've been facing. I mean, if it wasn't for crop insurance, we'd be toast. I mean, really, it would be a tough, tough time. Now, NRCS Chief Terry Cosby talked with wheat growers yesterday about the important work that they're doing in the area of conservation. You know, they want they want to do what's right for the land that they're producing on because if you got to take care of it because if you're not, it's not going to stay productive and the bottom line is it has to stay sustainable and productive. And so farmers are on the front line. They're, they're, they're doing all the great things out there. And so how can we use these programs to help them sustain their farms, build resilience, and make sure it's productive uh, for the future. And so we talked a lot about that, and, and we looked at how wheat and some of the other small grains can be incorporated into some of these rotations. And Montana Grain Growers Association President Nathan Kane also explains why it's so important for state associations like MGGA to support the National Association of Wheat Growers. So with NOG, there, there comes a lot of power when you have multiple states coming together with unity, pushing you know, forward a direction of where we want wheat to go nationally. Again, Commodity Classic is underway through this Saturday here in Orlando, Florida. For more of our coverage, you can visit us either online at westernagnetwork.com or check us out on Facebook. Stay with us. We'll have more ag news 
right after this. Rancher Greg Putnam on why he breeds Mishima Reserve Wagyu bulls to his first calf Angus heifers. That Wagyu program for us really complements our Angus program. It allows us to kind of take that really quality Angus foundation that we've built and almost diversify it a little bit and just kind of open up a whole nother area that we can market those calves. But also, from a performance perspective, it really does great. Receive a premium above market price for your crossbred calves. Attend the spring seminar Tuesday, March 14th, 9 a.m. at Midland Bull Test, Columbus, Montana. Visit Mishima Reserve for more. Farmers know a thing or two about being tough, and they hold their wheat to that same standard. Their fields need to be able to take on anything, because there's no telling what tomorrow has in store. That's why Westbred brand wheat offers varieties like WB9590 and WB9719. Both offer high yield potential, standability, and are balanced with protein. Meet your standards of excellence. Plant Westbred. Performance may vary. Well, according to the Western Livestock Journal, Beyond Meat reported a loss of $366 million for fiscal year 2022, which ended on December 31st. And the loss was more than the $182 million that the company reported for the fiscal year 2021. In fact, sales for 2022 were down 10%. For the Western Egg Network, I'm Russell Nimitz. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Okay, I just couldn't help but laughing there. Uh, we were we were joking about International Women's Day being taken over by the dudes, and then Russell's talking about Beyond Meat. I'm sorry, it's I haven't had enough coffee yet this morning, and it feels like it should be Friday already. I'll tell you what, I, I just got in a... Uh, Good mood real fast there. I looked out our studio windows and I just realized, wow, I can see the city right now. Not just the city lights. I can see the buildings. I can see the road. I can see the trees. And I'm, that's like, wow, spring is almost here. Cause if you feel the, the cold temperatures outside and you look at the snow, you're thinking, good night. It's, it's already March 9th and it is, doesn't feel like anywhere like it's close to being springtime any, anytime soon. But well, I picked up, uh, picked up my daughter from her practice last night and it was still daylight outside. And then now I'm looking out our studio windows and uh, of course the, the snow on the ground brightens everything up and, uh, you know, but uh, but man, I'm like, oh yes, we're getting to that time of year where we start to see daylight a whole lot sooner in the morning. So that is a good thing. Let's celebrate that here this morning. Uh, we wrapped up the show yesterday. Tim in Billings sent us a message on our Montana Talks app with a really good question. Uh, covered a lot of ground on the show yesterday. We had Montana Congressman Ryan Zinke call in. He's with the Western District of Congress here in the state. Uh, he, he was talking about the waters of the U.S. and how Congress has the ability now to stop this o- overreach from the Biden administration and how it can come down to one vote in the United States Senate liberal senator john tester so congressman uh, zinke standing up for our farmers and ranchers against the wotus regulations meanwhile uh, montana congressman matt rosendale from the eastern district standing up for our veterans speaking out against this absurd mask mandate in our va health care facilities that's a slap in the face to our veterans. It's a slap in the face to these great uh, VA uh, nurses and doctors and other workers who work inside these clinics. And uh, anyway, uh, Congressman Rosendale, as I told you yesterday, he not only uh, sent out a letter 
to the administrator for the VA here in Montana, uh, calling her out over the fact that a veteran in Billings, Montana, was denied care because of this absurd mask mandate. Uh, not only did he send her a letter, but he also sent out a press release so that so that all of the, the media in Montana was aware of what's going on uh, still as well. Anyway, uh, Tim and Billings made a really good point. Hey, Aaron, why is it that Representative Rosendale is the one stepping up to the plate with flip-flop, flat-top tester on the VA committee? Why can't that fake moderate stand up for Montanans? That's exactly right, Tim. This fake moderate, phony baloney, flip-flop, flat-top John Tester is the chairman of the Veterans Affairs Committee. So why isn't he using his powerful perch to stand up for our veterans and to stand up for these VA employees? Because he doesn't give a damn. Shut up and wear your mask is his response. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. President Biden announces his budget wish list today in Philadelphia. The White House says the budget will increase taxes on the wealthy as well as cut spending on special interests like the pharmaceutical and oil industries while protecting programs such as Social Security people have paid into. Fox's Ryan Schmelz. Three Los Angeles police officers are shot and wounded in a standoff with a wanted parolee. He barricaded himself and refused to surrender. The officers uh, encountered the individual and utilized some uh, gas to try to uh, comply, get compliance from the individual. Again, the suspect refused. Assistant Police Chief Al Labrada says when officers moved in, the suspect opened fire. He's dead. The three officers in stable condition. Fox's Carmen Roberts. Police have not said how that suspect died. They say one officer was shot in the stomach, one in the leg, and one in the arm. America's listening to Fox News. All right. Uh, not only did uh, Congressman Matt Rosendale send out a press release and fire off a letter to uh, the head of the VA here in Montana, uh, but it looks like he also spoke out in a committee hearing here recently as well. Uh, here is the audio. I saw this uh, via Twitter. Thanks to at uh, best for MT on Twitter. Uh, they quoted Congressman Rosendale saying this veterans and citizens seeking medical treatment are constitutionally protected and any removal of rights based on predicted threat must include due process, transparency and opportunity for expedient redress. Here's the audio of Congressman Rosendale speaking out against uh, the fact that the VA is denying care to our veterans. I'm glad to see literally everyone here in the room today with no facial coverings. We can actually see what you look like. I wrote the VA a letter last week regarding a veteran who contacted my office in regards to uh, being denied service at a Montana VA clinic for refusing to wear a mask. It's outrageous to deny anyone, particularly a veteran, medical care over a personal decision. The Biden administration announced that the public health and national emergencies would terminate on May the 11th, 2023. While the date is very arbitrary, even the president recognizes he can no longer hold the public hostage with these executive powers. Do you support denying veterans care over their unwillingness to wear a mask? Well, Congressman, uh, I will say that we have looked at this recently as the pandemic has evolved into a much better place. And just as of this week, uh, we have made the maximal 
we have taken the opportunity to maximally relax the masking restrictions in our facilities according to CDC guidelines based on transmission levels locally. And so we are uh, bound uh, to follow CDC guidelines. We think it's important to be consistent uh, with those guidelines, but we're trying to be uh, as open as possible to uh, veteran and clinician and staff preferences alike on this. So when do you anticipate lifting these masking requirements? Well, again, Congressman, we work with the CDC on this. Uh, We not only uh, follow their guidelines, we partner with them uh, regularly. And uh, as the pandemic evolves, we'll see what comes next. Yeah, okay, well, the CDC is an absolute joke right now. And even the former CDC director himself is now admitting that. Uh, if you go check out a story that's at the dailywire.com, the CDC is an absolute joke. They have lost any credibility with the American people. Maybe the VA should do what's best for the veterans and take whatever the CDC says into consideration, but do what is best for the veterans. What, it, what in the hell do you think the VA is there for in the first place? It's supposed to be there for the veterans who served this country, who put their lives on the line for freedom. And now you're telling those same Iraq and Afghanistan veterans, hey, shut up and wear the burqas that the women were forced to wear in the countries you served in. It's a slap in the face. It it is so absurd. The fact that they're still doing this shows that they don't give a damn about the veterans. They only care about power. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. How many United States senators are hospitalized right now or are incapacitated or out of the jo- off the job uh, for health reasons? Now, we wish all of them the best and, and we wish all of them a speedy recovery uh, from whatever is afflicting them, from whatever is ailing them. No matter who they are, whether we agree with them or disagree with them, whether they have an R behind the name or a D D behind their name. But uh, we were talking yesterday about about how, you know, when it comes to waters of the U.S., how literally one vote could make the difference in the United States Senate. We got a a nice surprise phone call from Montana Congressman Ryan Zinke just before our 750 break yesterday. And he was talking about waters of the U.S. and how the Biden administration wants the ability to regulate to regulate your farm and your ranch. And and they'll use some intermittent stream, some little mud puddle, some little, you know, maybe you only get water that comes through, you know, like once in April for a couple of weeks, and then it's dry the rest of the year. But they want to be able to regulate you under the uh, navigable uh, waters uh, definition of, of the federal government, which is supposed to apply to, you know, large bodies of waters where you can drive a, uh, you, know, you basically a steamboat through, right? But no, 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 they're going to say, no, 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 we're going to use that. Uh, and uh, even though we couldn't even uh, kayak, we couldn't even run a canoe through that that little mud puddle on your farm or ranch, we're going to use navigable rivers uh, to to be able to regulate you and your farm or your ranch. It's so outrageous. It's such an overreach. But House Republicans are poised to basically put a stop to it under something known as the Congressional Review Act, the CRA. The CRA allows a new Congress to basically halt any new regulations 
that from, coming from the administration. And so this is the tool they're going to use. And the good thing about this tool is when the House votes to stop it, it then goes to the Senate. And it only needs a simple majority, not the, you know, the 60, uh, 60 vote threshold. So what that means is now that you had two senators basically uh, out for health reasons, that one vote could determine uh, who, uh, you know, could determine whether the Senate uh, puts a halt to that or not. Uh, anyway, so, but, but I'm just thinking about this. So what, as we were talking about that story yesterday, we had heard that... Uh, that there were two senators that were out for health reasons. I'm assuming Fetterman is still having a whole bunch of issues. Uh, he's the uh, the senator from Pennsylvania that very clearly uh, did not have the capacity to be sworn in as a United States senator. Uh, but the fake news media propped him up like weekend at Bernie's during that Senate race. And so he still made it uh, and got elected as a United States senator. But now, I don't know if you heard this, but Republican Senate leader... Mitch McConnell uh, has now been hospitalized. Here's the story, if you missed it. It may have been a minor fall. We just don't have a lot of information at this point, but it was serious enough for McConnell to be hospitalized. Now, here is what his office is telling us. Leader McConnell tripped at a local hotel during a private dinner. He has been admitted to the hospital where he is receiving treatment. Now, McConnell is 81 years old, less than a year older, in fact, than President Biden. He has had a number of medical issues through his life. He had polio at the age of two. About 20 years ago, he had triple bypass surgery. He fractured a shoulder back in 2019 and worked for, from home for a time after that. And he had bruising around his hands and mouth back in 2020. I, I just, you know, I hear this story. And, and again, we, we wish anybody well that's, that's suffering health issues, whether they have an R behind their name, whether they have the D behind their name, what, even if they're a sellout like Mitch McConnell. But when I hear a story like this, I'm thinking, wow, we have a president of the United States who's 80-plus years old. We have the the so-called leader of the Republican Party in the Senate who's 80-plus years old. Both are having issue after issue after issue. And it's like, why don't you guys just move on and go enjoy retirement if you were working for the DEA or or if you were serving in the military – they would have had an age-out policy that would have said, okay, hey, thanks for your service. Now go enjoy retirement. But we've got people running this country. And think about all of the serious things we are facing as a country right now, the economic decline, the war zone on our southern borders, uh, the war in Ukraine that, that, that we are spending uh, billions and billions of dollars on. Think about the threat from the communist Chinese. And and we have these guys still holding these positions. And it, it reminds me, you, you would see this. I'm sure you've seen this in, in corporate America. I'm sure you've seen this in other federal government positions. But you, I remember when, you know, at least uh, several years ago, this was a, a, you know, this could be a problem in the military where you get these guys who they're holding senior level positions and they sit there and they sit there and they sit there. And and so as a result, you get these great new up and comers that aren't able to get promoted because some old guy is just sitting in the position refusing to leave. And that's what's happening with the leadership of our country right now. We got these old guys like Joe Biden, these old guys like Mitch McConnell and no offense to older folks out there. But I'm just saying these guys are having issue after issue after issue. Step aside and let somebody lead this country for Pete's sake. We're in a mess. 
I mean, and I know, I know, I know. I, I've I've met uh, federal law enforcement officers who are rocking and rolling. They could kick the crap out of most twenty somethings out there right now, and they're in their fifties and they're in their sixties, and they could still run circles around a lot of these kids out there today. And yet they're told, hey, yep, you're too old, you got to retire. But yet we've got 80-somethings running this country into the ground. It's just, it's an embarrassment. All right, so let's get into the phone lines. we got Rock calling in from the middle of nowhere. Rock, thanks for the call. What's on your mind? Oh, I was calling in to talk about the uh, the VA. Yeah. Uh, I, had to, I had to stop using them. Um, I, all I ever used to get was uh, my physical... And I get my eye exams through them. And um, advanced eye care in Bozeman took care of me. Um, the VA didn't really have to do much. And uh, but I quit using them when they did the mask thing. And when I got, I'm sure you got that letter too, that said it's time for you to once again step up for your country and get the jab. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did not do. I did not do that. And that was that was the straw that broke camel's back, and I I feel bad for the guys that that you know I can I can go get a physical, I can get my eyes checked, um, it's okay. But the guys that really need it, you yeah. know, whether it be physical or psychological, the guys that really need it, I just feel bad for them. Um, the, the CDC, all the studies came out said the masks don't work, um, and. It's just another way to gag us, and I, I just feel bad for the other vets out there. That uh, maybe maybe that, it's intentional at this point. Maybe this is how they're trying to save money. Is they can say, "Oh well, we've, yeah, look at we've uh, look at the the demand just isn't." Uh, you, you raise a good point here, Rock. How many veterans? have been denied care because they just decided not to seek it out from the VA in the first place right now. They're like, you know what? Nope, don't want to go there. I don't want to deal with all this political BS. Don't want to be forced to wear the burqa inside of the VA facility that, you know, that I fought for. And You know what I'm saying? It's like how many – because we, we had that veteran uh, who's in, still serving our community as a firefighter, and he went in, and they denied him care because he uh, refused to wear a mask. How many other veterans have they denied care because they simply just don't want to show up and deal with with the rude person at the front telling you where's your mask i i know quite a few guys that are vets that just don't go anymore yeah and that's really a you know i you know i I don't feel like it's an entitlement but i i feel like we we earned it we we earned it you know it wasn't it's it's it wasn't free for us. That's right. No, we earned it. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. That's my, my opinion. Yeah. No, well, great to hear from you, Rock. Thanks for your service. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, always a pleasure. Uh, it's a complete slap in the face. It's a, it's a mockery of this country. And, you know, I saw, I saw the head of the DAV gave some award to liberal Senator John Tester. See, because Tester's the chairman of the VA committee, so they, they feel like they have to suck up to him and kiss his ring. The DAV is getting demolished right now. The chapters are closing down. They can't get volunteer drivers because of these mask mandates, because of these vaccine requirements. Absolutely getting demolished. And even the people who said, well, I already got the jab, so I'll volunteer to be a driver. They're facing a, a bureaucratic iron curtain wall to try to break through. 
And so, so the DAV is getting demolished. Remember when our friend George Blackard was on last Friday and he said, hey, I've got a friend who's in the DAV and he asked us to help out. You know, they're really struggling right now. They got chapters closing down. They got, oh, they can't get volunteers and man, uh, the DAV is just really struggling. And the head of the DAV just gave John Tester an award so they can suck up to the head to the chairman of the VA committee. It should be the other way around. He should be sucking up to you, thanking you for your service, telling the VA to take the damn mask uh, masks off so you don't have to wear a burqa when you show up in your own VA facility. I, I'm so sick of this political garbage. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. We now have in January the highest number of illegal immigrants than we had for a month starting last year. 2021 was a record in terms of the illegal immigrants coming into the country. 2022 was a new record set by Joe Biden because he's not enforcing the laws of the land. As a matter of fact, he's aiding and abetting the law breaking. We are on track now in 2023. Last time I checked, except if I was Joe Biden, I wouldn't know it's 2023. I don't think he knows what day it is, never mind what year it is. But anyway, we're now on track to have another record year. Over five and a half million illegal immigrants they've allowed into this country. I'd even take it a step further. They're aiding and abetting the law breaking into this country. And then they're telling us that the border is secure. Check out the Sean Hannity radio show later today, right here. Hey, did you know the Pure Talk saves the average family close to $1,000 a year when they switch from the big carriers, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile? Well, that's right. You can save a fortune, and you get the exact same service as these big carriers. You get their ultra-fast 5G. You can get unlimited talk and text and plenty of data, and it's only 30 bucks a month. And with Pure Talk, they are so sure you are going to love their service, they back it up with their 100% satisfaction money-back guarantee. So instead of paying a fortune to the big carriers, cut your bill in half with Pure Talk, my cell phone company. Then start enjoying great perks like a U.S. customer service team. They're going to make your switch easy, and you'll be supporting a company that's veteran-owned and shares your values and has you covered with their money-back guarantee. It's simple to make the switch. Dial pound 250. Say the keyword save now. Do it now. You save an additional 50%. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest. Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, David Noble coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. We'll get your wake-up report, waking you up to the real record of the fake moderate, the flip-flop, flat-top uh, liberal Senator John Tester. Uh, you know, we were to a great phone call there from Rock. Uh, thanks for calling in. Phone lines are open for you as well, 406-294-0970. By the way, that audio that I shared of Montana Congressman Matt Rosendale uh, going after the VA over this absurd mask mandate uh full video uh now twitter.com slash aaron flint you'll see it there uh you know this this was the the point we made yesterday on the show which is the fact that okay you've got you've got others rightly calling for the tennis star novak djokovic to be able to come into the united states to play tennis right now there's still a a covid shot requirement that if you want to come into this country and you're not a u.s citizen yeah you still have to get the stupid jab and so 
So there's some that are saying, hey, we should give an exception to Novak Djokovic. And, and my point is, no, he shouldn't get an exception. We should do away with the whole stupid policy altogether. And, and as far as I'm concerned, the fact that we've got veterans that are still suffering under these stupid mandates in America – uh, I, I don't want to. I don't. I don't care who wants to watch a tennis match, as long as our veterans are being discriminated against and being punished. Uh, I could care less if the ten, tennis tournament goes on at all. But uh, one of our listeners, Cindy, made a good point. I think. I think it was Cindy and Big Fork, if I'm not mistaken. You know, our southern border is wide open, and they're letting all these unvaxxed people come in across our southern border uh, with the fentanyl and the drugs and everything else, but yet yet they're still punishing our veterans this way. Speaking of our southern border, let's see, where is the, the latest on that front here? Uh, Bill Malusian, who's been doing a great job, uh, he has the latest update on those kidnappings and the murder of the murders of American citizens uh, that took place. Uh, in a manhunt now uh, underway for the drug cartels involved with, with this, by the way. A 24-year-old man is in Mexican custody, the first arrest associated with a cartel attack that left two Americans dead in Matamoros. ID'd only as Jose Guadalupe N., Mexican authorities say he was guarding the shack that the kidnapped and dead Americans were found in. New photos obtained by Fox News show the moment the surviving Americans were returned to the United States at the Brownsville Port of Entry as the FBI and DEA were in attendance. Those survivors are still being treated here at Valley Regional Medical Center. The bodies of the two deceased Americans are still in Mexican custody. Yeah, as we said yesterday, it is a war zone on our southern border. That's what we talked about yesterday morning. That's what Jesse Waters talked about last night. But if you're going to go to Mexico, you're walking into a war zone. If you think the Mexican government's going to protect an 18-year-old from the University of Alabama, good luck. They're on their own. The only thing protecting college kids in Mexico is the security at the Ritz-Carlton. And some of the hottest spring break locations are smack dab in the middle of cartel territory. Like Cabo, which is right in the middle of the Sinaloa cartel's turf. Puerto Vallarta is controlled by the Jalisco cartels. And the Juarez cartel owns Cancun and Rivera Maya. Hey Susie, your mother and I thought you should bring down some traveler's checks. You know, just in case you need to pay off your kidnappers. Yeah. Anyway, more to follow from Jesse Waters on that front. Maybe I'll share more here later in the morning. Well, I don't know if you guys got a chance to go say hello to Billy Beatty and his crew at the Mate Show recently. Yeah, Billy Beatty and Beatty Equipment Services were all set up at the Mate Show. If you didn't, man, you're going to want to check out their website. You're going to want to check out their Instagram page because whether it's a simple home improvement project or maybe you want to install a garden this spring in your backyard or maybe you got a bigger project like you, you want to tear down an old house, tear down an old building so that you can build something new once uh, the big freeze finally thaws out here. I'm telling you what, these guys got that Highline Montana work ethic. They will get the job done for you. As our good friend Deb Greeno says, let BD Equipment do the dirty work for you. BD Equipment, BLGS.com. That's BD Equipment, BLGS.com. Or check out their Instagram page to see some, some video footage of their work, drone footage, and more. Uh, BD Equipment Services on Instagram.